Welcome to the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. This is the podcast dedicated to helping coaches create successful team experiences through the use of quotes. I'm your host, Scott Rosberg. In each episode, we'll discuss one quote that I've found can be inspirational, motivational, and helpful on your coaching journey to become your best so you can help your teams become their best. So lace them up tight, focus on your target, listen up and take notes as we dive in to today's Great Quote for Coaches. All right, and welcome back to the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. And uh, today we are back to one of the um, episodes where it's just me. This is Thanksgiving week. And at the end of this week, uh, as you know, my first fiction book that I've ever written is coming out. It's called Ultimate Team Player, Remington Reunites the Team, and I'm so excited uh, that it is finally here, um, and you'll have, uh, you'll have an opportunity. You can pick it up at Amazon, or you can pick it up at our slamdunksuccess.com website. Uh, on Probably on Thanksgiving, it'll probably release, I believe, but otherwise, certainly on Black Friday. And then um, I think there's, I'm planning a little bit of a special price for it on its release. So um, if you are interested in getting it and getting it as a gift for somebody, you'll want to um, get it over the course of these first few days of it being released. Uh, Black Friday, what do they call it? Small Business Saturday, I think, something like that maybe. And then uh, Cyber Monday. Uh, so over the course of those four days, uh, three, four days, you'll want to just check that out. So uh, anyway, uh, I bring that up because today is the second episode in which I'm going to read a chapter in the book. Um, I figured it's appropriate with the book coming out this week. And uh, two weeks ago, I did the chapter one. So today I'm going to read chapter two. And actually today I'm reading it out of the actual book. I have a copy of the proof copy that Amazon sent me last week. So I'm going to read it straight out of the book. Uh, And again, I know this is a little departure. It's not necessarily a quote. It's a long quote. It's it's an entire chapter uh, of a book. But um, we'll do that again this week. And then next week, we'll have another coach with us. And then the following week, we'll get back to our our usual uh, quotes, I believe. So, So anyway, this is chapter two of Ultimate Team Player, Remington Reunites the Team. Now, for those of you who did not uh, listen to the first chapter, you should check that out in episode 34 uh, when I read that. But basically, uh, the first chapter is where we get introduced to the key players, the key key characters in the story. Remington Roberts is the main character. He's a junior uh, in high school, uh, point guard of his basketball team, um, very unselfish type of player, the kind of kid that everybody likes to play with. Del Brooks is his coach. Um, and he's speaking to the team uh, before the very first tryout night, the very, before the very first practice night of, of the season. And uh, Cade Clemens is the senior, uh, the senior player on the team. He's the best player in terms of his physical talent, but he's also extremely selfish. And um, he will provide the conflict, the confrontation, if you will, uh, in this story between, um, well, variety of of people but obviously the juxtaposition of Remington this junior point guard extremely unselfish uh going having this very selfish player who Remington has had some clashes with in the past um 
Yeah, it uh, makes for, that's your conflict right there, as well as with the coach. Um, and then, of course, you'll you'll meet all kinds of teammates. But but the first chapter was uh, was Del Brooks, the coach, talking to the team prior to the first practice and basically talking about their goals. And one of their main goals is to get to state. He doesn't normally talk about such a thing, but he did this year. But the key to it all was another word that he put up on the whiteboard, and that was together and uh, the importance of them being a together team. So that was the basis for the first chapter. It also laid out that Cade is the kind of player who probably needs to hear that type of message, generally in the past has not followed those types of things. And so that sets us up for chapter two. And so here we are, chapter two of Ultimate Team Player. When the team broke their huddle and started towards the door, Dell said, Cade, loud enough for Cade and a couple of others to hear, but not so loud as to sound like he was scolding him. Yeah, coach, Cade said. Dell let all the others make their way out the door before he turned to Cade. You know how much I believe in you, right? Cade nodded his head, but not in such a way that made it completely clear that he fully believed it. Cade, you have as much skill and talent as anyone I've ever coached in my time here. You've worked very hard to become the player you've become, and you have the potential to be a very special player. Cade liked the thought of that. You have every opportunity to be one of the best we've had through here in a long time. I'm really excited for you and what could happen for you this year. Cade smiled and nodded. Thanks, coach. I'm really excited too. Dell said, but here's the deal, Cade. Your individual skills and potential success can do great things for you, but there's a catch. Dell paused a quick moment. They will only do great things for you if they also do great things for us. Cade looked a bit confused. Dell continued, I know how much you want to play in college. I know it's been your dream for a long time, and I know you would love to play D1. I also know that you haven't had any D1 schools looking at you yet, have you? Cade dropped his head and nodded, no. I know how tough that's been on you. Do you know why no D1 schools have shown interest in you yet? Cade looked up and said, I'm too short, too white, and too Montana. No, that's not it at all, Cade. In fact, that's an excuse. There's a lot of short white guys playing D1 ball right now, some even from Montana. Always have been and always will be. That has nothing to do with D1 schools not looking at you yet. No, the main reason why is we didn't win last year. We were only 5-15. and 15. Because of that, nobody knew about us, so nobody knew about you. I talked with a couple of college coaches occasionally during the season, but we just weren't on their radar. After the season, we put together that video of your highlights, and that got you some attention from D2s and NAIA schools, so that's a start. But the only way you're really going to turn heads this year is if we start winning. Dell knew that he was hitting home with Cade. Like most good players, Cade felt he had NCAA Division I skills, and he felt he could play at that level if he was just given a chance. Dell knew this and knew that he had to watch how he pushed Cade's buttons, so it didn't backfire and hurt the team. He had to be careful with this line of reasoning. Now, understand, I'm not saying you have to do and be everything, Cade. Your skills are good enough that people will see what you're capable of and how good you are. The key is getting them to see you play. And one of the best ways for that to happen is for us to be winning, or at least competing, every night against every team. Dell paused for a moment to let his words sink in. He had given Cade similar messages the last two years, usually with little to no result. 
But this, being Cade's senior year and having no D1 coaches showing any interest in him yet, Dell thought that Cade might be a little more open to the message. Dell continued, So for you to have the success you seek and get the shot that you want to get, not only do you have to be the best you can be at your own individual game, but you also have to help raise the rest of us to be our best. The better you are and the better we are, the better you chance you have of getting noticed. Does that make sense? Cade nodded. Absolutely, coach. I get it. I need to be great so we can be great. Dell tilted his head. Well, yes and no. It depends upon what you mean by you being great. If it means you're a great teammate, getting everyone else involved, contributing in a variety of ways offensively, while also being a lockdown defender, showing yourself to be coachable and focused, a team-first player, absolutely. If you do those things, your being great will help lead us to us being great. Cade nodded his understanding. Dell continued, However, if by you being great, you mean you need to score every time you touch it, and you need to handle the ball all the time, and everyone needs to do what you want them to do and play off of what you want to do? No. That will get you nowhere and us nowhere. That'll show you to be all about you only and not at all about your teammates and your team. While you may have some great nights doing that, you will completely limit our chances of being as successful as we can be and your chances of achieving your dream of playing D1. Does that make sense? Dell could see Cade was trying to figure out if he had just been scolded, praised, a combination of both, or neither of those. Cade finally said, yeah, coach, I get it. Dell said, good, Cade. I want you to understand that no one is behind you more or more help hopeful that you achieve your goals than me. Dell knew that this might be hard for Cade to believe because of how things were between the two of them the prior year. Part of the reason the team struggled the prior year was because Cade had been all the things that Dell had just mentioned as being problems. Cade never bought into Dell's message. He felt he could just take over and do his own thing. It was a constant battle all season, and the, the team struggled on the scoreboard because of it. They also struggled in practice, in the locker room, on the bus, and everywhere else because of it. The team chemistry was horrendous, non-existent. Dell did not want a repeat of that this year, and he wanted Cade to understand the importance of not being that kind of player again. I want you to get what you want to get, because quite honestly, if you get what you want, I believe we will get what we want. You know why? Cade looked intently at Dell. Dell continued, because the only way you'll get what you want is if we get what we want. While you have a lot of control over how you play, it will take all of us playing well and having success for you to get the looks you seek. You will get what you want, a chance to play D1, if we get what we want, a chance to play in the state tournament. Do you understand that? Yeah, I think so. Dell felt Cade was getting it. The better we are, the more success we have, the more people will be seeing us, the more coverage we will get, and the farther into the postseason we get, the more college coaches will hear about us. That means more college coaches will potentially be seeing you. Dell watched Cade's eyes to see if he was comprehending what Dell was saying. Dell continued, Cade, you may not believe this, but I want you to achieve your dreams. I want you to get that chance to play D1. But I don't want that to happen at the expense of this team. In fact, I can't have the needs of this team come in second place to your needs. And understand, I would be saying that to anyone who has a shot like you do. It's just that this year, 
you're probably the only one with any kind of a shot like that. Del knew Cade felt very highly of his own talents and abilities. He also knew Cade liked having his ego stroked often. Cade tried to hide that with an exterior of cool and an I-don't-care attitude. But Del knew that inside, Cade really liked all the attention he received. So what do you think? Del asked. Can you put the needs of the team first so that we get the success we seek so you can ultimately guess, get the success you seek? Absolutely, Coach, Cade replied. I got this. Excellent, said Dell. Now get out there and get your warm-up going. As Cade headed out the locker room door, Dell thought, we'll see. He seems to always say the right words, but his actions don't always follow suit. I hope he means it this time, because if he does, this could be a really special year for all of us. Ideas to consider. What is one of Cade's biggest goals? Why could that be a problem for the team this year? How does Coach Brooks try to use that goal to help Cade see how it can help the team? What is Cade's reaction to Coach Brooks's comments? And there you have it. That's Chapter 2 of Ultimate Team Player, Remington Reunites the Team. And I want to thank you for... Uh, allowing me to indulge indulge myself a little bit with this. I'm, as, I, as you've said, I'm so excited. My, this book is coming out this, this coming week on Thanksgiving, Black Friday. Not exactly sure at what time it'd be out, but be uh, on one of those two days. And um, yeah, it's my first foray into fiction, and uh, it's filled with messages that you've already heard in the, two, the first two chapters. It's filled with the kind of messages that we as coaches can take and apply and use with our teams. But also, it's filled with messages for kids to read and understand themselves. I wrote this book with, you know, with a couple of audiences in mind. The first audience was middle school and high school students and student athletes. You know, I, I just I know there's they're out there, kids who like to read, but there's also kids who kind of struggle with it. And here's a great opportunity for kids to read an engaging story that they'll enjoy while at the same time picking up the kinds of messages that we as coaches want them to, to pick up and understand. And then my second audience was you, was coaches. It's leaders, it's parents, but especially coaches. Because the story is filled with messages that you can then take and apply to your various team, team settings with your athletes. And while it's a basketball, you know, it's set in basketball as the sport, any coach, anybody can take the messages and the lessons that are the, that are in it and apply it to their own circumstances and situations. So, so anyway, um, you know, as you can tell, I'm quite excited. You can um, pick this up if you're interested in picking it up. I'll, I'll have it on special uh, to start to start things off here on Black Friday and and over the weekend and on Cyber Monday. Um, so if you're you know thinking about about checking it out, the uh, the ebook will have will be on a special. Um, and then uh, the the paperback will be available as well. That should be coming out. I think it'll it'll end up dropping on the same day. So so it'll be at Amazon. It'll be on our website, uh, slamdunksuccess.com. Um, go to either one of those uh, and uh, yeah, check it out. And uh, thank you so much for allowing me the opportunity to to read a couple of the chapters. Next week we will have uh, we'll get back to uh, our interview. 
um, format. Uh, I have an interview with the Catherine Googe, the softball coach, uh, women's softball coach down in at Flagler, excuse me, Flagler College down in St. Augustine, Florida. Had a great discussion with her about a quote that I had never heard. And what a great quote it is. And uh, yeah, you're going to love that that interview. So that's next week. And then the following week, I'll, I, I will be getting back to the um, the single with just me, the individual uh, quote type of podcast again, uh, episode again. But thought I'd have a little diversion the last couple, uh, couple of times where I was on here alone and, and read a couple chapters of the book, hopefully get you to maybe get a little bit more intrigued by it and and uh, yeah, I'd, I'd love it if you'd pick that up and let me know what you think of it. So, so yeah, that uh, that'll wrap us up for this week. Um, and join us again next week uh, when I talk with Catherine um, from Flagler College uh, on the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. We will see you then. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. Please do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your reviews help us get more people listening to the motivational messages from the quotes we discuss. Finally, check out our new website at slamdunksuccess.com for more materials to help you on your journey to becoming the best you're capable of becoming. We've got big plans for new and exciting projects to help leaders grow and develop as we head into 2021. I look forward to serving you again next time with another great quote for coaches.